Good morning, my friends, or good afternoon, good evening, good night. I sound like Truman from The Truman Show. Uh, whenever you are listening to this, uh, blessings to you, and thank you for taking time to uh, join in the podcast today. Uh, again, wherever and, and, and however you are, I certainly hope you continue to just feel the effects, to, to feel the joy, um, to know you are held in the resurrection of our God. I mean, as we continue our way through this Easter season, please do not uh, ever, um, gosh, just downplay uh, that role in your life, not only in the life of the world, but in your life particularly. The resurrection um, still continues to, uh, to be real within our life and the life of the world. It is absolutely worth celebrating for 50 days. Uh, okay, we're continuing through the Gospel of John. Yesterday we were uh, John 15, uh, verses 1 to 8. Today we will pick up immediately after that. We're John 15, uh, 9 through 17. So again, another eight or so verses, uh, similar in length to yesterday's Gospel. Uh, as you know, and I've said ad nauseum, I'm sure, uh, to you at this point, uh, we continue to be on this uh, Last Supper discourse in these five chapters uh, on the evening before Jesus uh, suffers and, and dies on the cross. And uh, so these continue to be the last teaching sessions uh, of Jesus with his disciples. So there's a lot of pointed, rich, deep uh, thoughts within these. And... Um, Today's is, is, gosh, it's very rich. So let's listen to the Word of God together uh, on this Thursday, May the 14th, which is also a feast day, and I will uh, talk a little bit about that in my reflection as well. So let's hear the Word of God. A reading from the Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. This is my, my commandment. Love one another as I love you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. This I command you, love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So you see what I'm telling you? There is so much, my goodness, eight verses, nine verses, whatever we just had there. Oh, my heavens. Um, okay, so... Can't talk about it all because we'd be here for a long time. So let's start at the beginning and just, uh, I want to dive into those first few verses 
and then see how it plays out a little bit in the rest of, uh, of the gospel. But okay, Jesus is saying to his disciples, we know that. It's, it's not just the 12, although I'm sure it's, it is the 12, but there, there, are got, there have to be more around uh, that he's talking. His disciples is, um, is a larger group of people than apostles only, which would be the 12. So as the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love. Wow. Okay, first of all, again, we see that unity constantly. I mean, it's, 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 it's like the air we breathe in, in John's gospel, particularly in this discourse, that union of father and son, union as the father loves me. So all that love. Remember yesterday he was planted in, in the soil of the father. He's the vine, and and he couldn't grow without that soil and sunlight and and water of the Father. It's it's the very essence of growth around him. Today, he uses this image, as the Father has loved me, all that the Father has given me, all this love that, that I'm experiencing, I am loving you. I am passing that on to you. So in that Father's love that he is experiencing, he is, in a sense, a conduit saying, okay, and in free-flowing, allowing that love to go through him to you and I. So when we see Christ and we experience his love, we are experiencing the love of the Father. And then he says, remain in my love. And now we can take that a couple of ways. Um, and, and for much of my life, and, and I go in and out. So this isn't a question of, of immaturity and maturity. Um, but that remain in my love. Oh gosh, if I keep his commandments, he's going to, I will remain in his love. Meaning if I keep his commandments, he'll love me. Brothers and sisters, I urge you not to see it in that, in that way. God is not reactionary. His love does not depend on me. He loves me regardless. What depends is my stance on where I am, whether I will remain in his love or I will take myself out of his love. So that's what Jesus is saying. He's saying is if you keep my commandments, if you continue to live in this flow, this kingdom of God, this, this, this uh, vision that I have given you, if you stay within that, you're going to stay within my house, within my love, within my essence, within my being. That's where he's saying, stay with us. You know, almost like the beginning of the gospel where, where they say, Jesus, where do you reside? Where are you? And he says, come and see. And they see. And he's saying, stay there. Stay within this place. Remain in my love. And if you follow me, which of course, if we follow him, we're going to keep his commandments. That, that, that doesn't mean, you know, that he's not going to love us if we don't do his commandments. It means if we take ourselves out of that house and we step outside or we step outside of his essence because we, you and I, choose not to remain in that love, uh, then that's the issue. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in it. But if we choose not to keep those commandments, we are stepping outside of his essence, stepping outside of the house, stepping outside of his being. And it's not God taking his love away from us. It is we taking ourselves outside the realm of love. It's this idea of integration versus disintegration. Um, and that sin, brothers and sisters, disintegrates us. 
And the more we stay close to Christ, which, of course, is staying close to the Father, the more we know who we are and how we are and of what we are. It is, I mean, it's, it's, we are integrated in the sense of we are our fullness because we are made in Christ to love Christ and, and through which that conduit and that flow continues to go. And we are integrated into that union. We remain in that love. But when we sin and when we step outside of that, it's in a sense that we have gone uh, to Babylon and we've gone into exile and we begin to disintegrate. I know that is true in my life. When I am in sin, it is me uh, and, and my attitude and, and even just the, my very foundation begins to um, shake. And, and again, that's that disintegration that I have taken myself outside of the realm and the house of love and need to place myself back within it. So it's not God taking himself away from us. It is we taking ourselves away from God. Please look at it that way. God is not reactionary. And then he goes on again, and I'll just kind of point out some, some points in the rest of the gospel. But I have told you this so that my joy might be in you and, you, and your joy might be complete. Ugh. But this is the part. This is my commandment. I mean, he's not requesting. This is my commandment. Love one another as I love you. Remember this whole unity? As the Father loves me, so also I love you. So that, that grounding nature, that, that growth, that soil, everything that God is that, that grows the vine, which is Christ, as God loves, as the Father loves me, he says, I've loved you. And now you and I have a decision to make because now we are in that same flow and in that same realm that we can keep it to ourselves and say, isn't this wonderful and sunny and great? But Jesus is saying, you can't. If you are in the flow, what the Father has given me, I freely gave to you that we have to do the same. We have to freely give that love to others. And is that love mere sentiment? No, it is fruit that will remain. That's what he says. Greater love has no one than this than to lay down their life for one's friends. That's what our love must look like. It's a whole other reflection, and I won't go into that today. But our love must be fruit that will remain. We have to, if we're in the flow, we have to give it away. Remember, God's a God of abundance. We're not going to run out. We have to give it away, and it has to be fruit that will remain, and we have to be willing to die in whatever sense, to agendas, to ideas, to attitudes, to, to thoughts, to, to, to life, whatever, in order that others may live. Let's go on to our feast day. I, again, there's so much in that gospel. I'm sorry I'm going along today. Today's the feast of St. Matthias. You may say, who is St. Matthias? Is that St. Matthew? No, this is different. St. Matthias. So Matthias was one of the apostles, but only uh, posthumously, if I may use that, uh, after the ascension of Jesus. So if you remember, Judas, of course, went off and uh, betrayed Christ and then went off and, and hanged himself. And there were only 11. And so the 12th role spot um, had to be filled. So if you look at the, toward the end of chapter one of Acts, Acts of the Apostles, that's where the apostles um, fill that office, fill that role. And so I'm going to read here 
So this is coming out of Acts chapter 23, or chapter 1, excuse me, verse 23 and uh, verse, uh, I'll just read for a few verses, but it starts at 23. So they propose two, meaning these are the 11 now that are proposing two to come forward for this office. Joseph, called Barsabbas, who is also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed, you, Lord, who know the hearts of all, show which one of these two you have chosen to take the place in this apostolic ministry from which Judas has turned away to go to his own place. Then they gave lots to them, and the lot fell upon Matthias, and he was counted with the eleven apostles. And it's interesting that before they said who will take his office, they said the necessity is it must be someone who accompanied us the whole time that Jesus came and went among us. So we know Matthias wasn't just a guy walking by in the street, that they said, hey, let's get this guy. He, he looks good. He's wearing a nice tunic. They, they didn't just pull him up. He had been somebody who knew the life, death, essence, being of Jesus, because if we are going to be disciples of particularly Matthias as an apostle, needs to be able to convey that essence to, other, to someone else. We need to know uh, Christ from the beginning too. Not only Matthias, but you and I too. Now, here's just my aside as to why the Holy Spirit called Matthias. And I have no particular insight on this. But if I'm the Holy Spirit and I got to choose between this guy named Matthias and another guy named Joseph called Barsabbas, who is also known as Justice, Man, that's an easy conversation or easy thought for me to have is this guy has three names. I mean, I don't know what to call him. I don't know if he's, what's going on within him that he's got three names. Joseph called Barsabbas, also knows Justice. I mean, if somebody came to me and said, Joe, I want to apply for a job. My name is Frank, but I'm also known as Theodore. But I also go by, you know, <laughs> I don't know, um, Simon, I'd be like, what, what's your problem? Why do you have three names? That's ridiculous. Um, I think this tells us that Madonna and Prince, there's a reason they kind of, they learned a lesson, I think, from, uh, from old uh, Matthias. They're like, man, when it came down to Joseph, Barsabbas, Justice, and Matthias, Matthias was the one the Holy Spirit went with. We're going to go with one name. That, that seems to work better than, uh, than three names. I think it's a, a lesson Toad the Wet Sprocket could have learned but chose poorly. Uh, so Prince Madonna, bless you, you are in the line of Matthias, I guess, and, and not Joseph called Barsabbas, who is justice. What can we learn from Matthias? I suspect a lot, but the truth is this is the only time he comes up. Um, Matthias was just kind of a person who was okay to, uh, to be called to the role when it happened, if it happened, and kind of the next person up mentality, uh, ready, but if he wasn't called, um, would that have changed his ministry? And, and perhaps most of the world is made up of people like that. Um, we have to know Christ from the beginning in order to share him. And if and when we are called to another office or role um, with God's strength, maybe may we have the courage to say yes to that. Uh, and if uh, we are not 
may we be happy with the the role that that in which we have have been placed and and that's enough for us uh, because that's all we know of Matthias right there when he was asked he said yes and he filled the office so that's a long one today thanks for uh, for putting up with me um, but so much good here so much let's uh, let's pray uh, we are uh, continuing through the glorious mysteries um, invite you to take a moment and come up with an intention if there is someone you would like to pray for today and then let's begin in the name of the Father Son and Holy Spirit amen the fourth glorious mystery the assumption of Mary our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil hail Mary full of grace the Lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb Jesus Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So bless you, my friends. Take good care, and uh, I hope that uh, the rest of your day goes well, and I look forward to being together again tomorrow. God bless you.